0: Welcome to your energy report for the week of April 5th, 2021. Hello, my bosses, my baddies, my cosmic cuties. My name is Maddie Murphy, for those of you who don't know me, and I am your cosmic consultant. And we are getting ready for another jam-packed week ahead in the astroverse. There is a lot going on. There are ups and downs there's some fire there's some drama and we're gonna fill you all in right here so you can be prepared to navigate it with grace and ease So, before I get started, I do want to say thank you so much to everyone who has just shown up for this little podcast. I know everyone here on the Cosmic Rx team, whether it's our really dedicated group of babes we have working on this, my business partner, Audrey, my podcast manager, who is brilliant, Alicia, we all super appreciate just the love you've shown. The ratings, the reviews, the love on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, it's been. Quite humbling and (laughs) really overwhelming in the best way possible. My heart is so full. We really appreciate that, and we just announced the winner of the birth chart reading. But no worries, we will be doing a lot more of that contest and incentives. So keep those ratings and reviews coming. If you have a friend that you think would be interested in this, who's cosmically curious, or maybe they're full-blown witch. Just get them in. The water's warm. Come join us. There's plenty of room. Uh, We would love to have them. And I definitely want to say hi to all of the amazing people from different countries who are tuning in. We got some of our ratings back and it was so beyond amazing to see that we have friends all over the world. We have hello to Portugal and the Philippines and hello to Hungary and hello to Brazil and Australia. And we have some friends from Kenya and Mozambique and Pakistan and it's all just so incredible. It makes me feel so small and so expansive all at once. I'm just so happy to have you here and have you as part of our Cosmic revolution and a crew of people who are just working on themselves and working to make the world a little bit more magical. So, thank you. Thank you, friends, for being here. And I also want to say that the whole intention, or my intention at least, behind this energy report is on Mondays to give you the astro rundown. It's something I always want. Uh, you know, Monday morning, what's going on in the universe, in the cosmos? How is it going to affect me? How is it going to make me feel? What do I need to know? Um, How can I plan? And uh, my goal is to keep it very bite-sized, very digestible, very snackable, no BS, you know, trying to limit the astro mumbo jumbo, the technical jargon, and just tell you what's going on, how it affects you, how to align with it. But I also know I'm a Virgo. I'm an astro nerd. I can get technical. I can go there. I can go there hard. And so I know my husband last week was like, you kind of lost me a little bit. And some other people were like, oh, it's a little technical. And Audrey was like, yeah, it's a little technical. So that was not my intention. And I'm going to be just practicing, balancing, giving you the rundown, but also keeping it very fun and accessible and high level because I know in the beginning when I was studying astrology, the technical jargon just made my eyes glaze over and it really was like hard to understand, especially just listening. So I'm going to like pull out the cream of the crop, rise to the top. What are the things you need to know before you go and just having it be like your emotional weather report? I hope this is all stuff that just helps you feel aligned and prepared and aware That's what astrology, I love. It's a tool of awareness. It's a tool of helping us understand the context of what's going on, to feel a little bit ahead of things, and to know how to work with the cosmic tides, not swim against them, right? We want to go with the flow of cosmic energy. So without further ado, let's jump on in to the moon report. So the moon report, I just like to run down... The moon signs for the week ahead, because when the moon is in a different sign, we feel that internally. The moon is our internal compass. It's how we're processing. It's how we're feeling things. So the moon is really like your internal emotional weather report. And it's a great tool to use for your self-care, for your emotional health, for understanding what you may need that day. If things are coming up, if you need to process them or take time out to engage in an activity or a practice that's to help keep you centered And working with the moon signs throughout the month is, first of all, a great way to understand how the signs work in general, because the moon, she is very busy. She visits every zodiac sign in the month. So it helps you understand like, oh, that's what moon in Gemini feels like versus moon in Sagittarius. It's also a great way if you work for yourself or if you have flexibility in your schedule. I like to sometimes plan out big activities, big things I have to do based on where the moon's gonna be okay so who wants to talk about the moon who wants to talk about the moon me i need a little what is that called like a sizzle those little like things they play on morning shows like i need a little like who wants to talk about the moon okay here we go just me cool let's jump in so in the beginning of the week, we start off Monday, Tuesday, and halfway through Wednesday. This is all East Coast time, which I'm going to be referencing because that's where I live. Uh, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday till 4.30 EDT, we have the moon as an Aquarius. Now, Aquarius is like the visionary, mad scientist, eclectic, revolutionary of the Zodiac, I always say that Aquarius is like the angel alien energy of the Zodiac. Like just see things really differently, moves with energy in a highly intelligent way, uh, sees things in a very progressive, sometimes even radical way. So when we feel that in our internal emotional landscape, this is a great day to intellectually stimulate yourself This is a great day to let your mind get kind of big, whether that's something new and innovative, learning something new or watching a documentary that brings you out into a different direction. Moon and Aquarius days are also, they're a little less emotional. The moon inherently is our emotional center. But when it's in Aquarius, we may feel more analytical in regards to our emotions. So if you've been in it, in the thick of it, in the throes of it with someone in your life, this may be a good day to just take that detached arm's length, step back and really analyze, why am I upset? Why do I feel this way? Why do I want to rip this person's head off? You know, it's all there waiting for you under the Aquarius moon. It's a great day to take inventory, take stock and almost be like the observer of your emotions or be like that scientist with your emotions. Aquarius moon days are also days that I recommend my clients to set aside time for getting involved in any sort of altruistic or philanthropic cause. You know, I think especially over this last year, a lot of us have really been more involved in activism, and that's beautiful to watch. But we also know it's hard to maintain every day, it's hard to post something every day, it's definitely hard to donate time, energy, money every day. And I say, I'd rather have you do something consistently and do it for a long time than just you know, do it in a big stretch and then burn out and never return. So, Aquarius Moon Days. I always flag if there is a cause that you have been wanting to get more involved in, if there is a marginalized group that you know that needs your support, if there is something that you have been wanting to do for someone who's not yourself, This is a great two and a half days to do it. So if you want to start a book that you want to read that's going to help you in your anti-racism work, great. If there is something you want to set aside some time to write letters or call your senator, great day to do it. I know I have on my calendar, I'm going to be making some donations to some groups that are working against the AAPI hate movement, and I can share that with you. You can go to stop org or aapifund.org. Uh, just Working with nonprofit organizations that are helping support our Asian communities right now because there's been a horrific and heartbreaking surge in violence against them. And what do we say to that? Not on our watch. It's time to get involved, you know, get awake, get aware. And on these days, Pick something that's relevant to you. Pick something that feels up to the surface to you and just make an effort. It's okay if it's not perfect. It never is. It's okay if it feels small. If everyone just did one small thing, you know, we see we see how much the world can change. So that's the Aquarius moon days. Then we move into Pisces moon. All right. Where are my Pisces moon at? This is my moon sign, guys. I'm a Virgo sun, Pisces moon. And that's why I have so many issues with my identity sometimes. Am I organized? Am I messy? I don't know. Um, Both. So Pisces moon days, just how the Aquarius moon had us moving into a place of uh, no emotions. Now Pisces moon brings us into a very emotional state. And the Pisces moon, one of the biggest things I recommend to all my clients those days, slow down slow the F down. This is a day to reconnect to the muse energy. Pisces is like the artist, poet, mer-babe of the zodiac. So this is a day to connect into water, take a nice salt bath. It's a day to connect into your higher mind and your heart through meditation, dream journaling making some art, doing a past life regression, hypnotherapy, we're really swimming in imaginative currents when the moon is in Pisces and we might feel a lot and trust that. Make time to daydream, put it on the calendar. You'll be surprised on Pisces moon days how clear things can come through, symbols, images, signs, synchronicities, Uh, take an art, take time for some photography, do something that just celebrates like the beauty of being alive from that heart space, okay? And Pisces moon days, though, we can feel a little zoned out. We can feel a little spacey. We're all about that mystery, all about that life, all about that infinite meaning and magic of the universe. But sometimes the details and the practical things, they are not as easy to grasp those days. Take it from someone with Pisces moon. I know. So very mystical those days. And then we lead into that is on Wednesday, April 7th, right up until overnight, April 10th, around 2.11 a.m. East Coast time, the moon moves into Aries. And this is now going to get us ready for the new moon on Sunday, which we are so excited for. That's what this whole podcast is going to be about, is this fresh new energy. It is your astrological new year. If your New Year's 2021, soaked. This is your redo. This is your fresh start. So I'm really excited to talk about that. And when the moon's in Aries, we're talking fire, honey. We're talking taking your power back. We're getting motivated. It's a good day to do like high intensity cardio work. It's a good day to do fire breathing. It's a great day to... Do something that you have been procrastinating on and just freaking do it like an Aries. Go ram head first with your horns and you're going to laugh because that thing that you've been procrastinating for two months on is going to take you 10 minutes and it's going to feel so good. So that moon and Aries energy... We're taking action. We're taking initiative. We are doing something to fan the fires of our passion. And then we're going to get ready for the new moon. Okay. And this is a big one. This is one of my favorite new moons of the year. So I'm going to get into that in a moment. I do want to preface the new moon talk by saying, Dun, dun, dun. There are some plot twists with this new moon, there are some other things happening besides just new moon, Aries, fresh start. As we lead into this, we are really moving the last few planets that are in that Pisces energy, the personal planets. We're feeling some Pisces energy. We're feeling some of this. The fog of Pisces season has definitely been burned off, but we still had Mercury was making their way through Pisces all through last week. And April 9th, we have Mars and Neptune are facing off the planet of action, the planet of willpower, the no big deal god of war planet is squaring Neptune, which is this dreamy faith-based planet that's all about spirituality and the woo and like hazy, amazing, like trippy energy. And Mars is a Gemini. Mars and Gemini to me feels like the archetype of a fast-talking, like, game show host or podcaster or a really prolific writer or even someone like those auctioneers. You know, those people who can talk so fast. So that's Mars and Gemini, chatting, moving, words fast. And then it's, like, facing off across the table with this, like, hippy-dippy Neptune and Pisces, like someone who's like in a cloud of like marijuana and patchouli smoke. And they're just like going about things, taking it all in, man. And so them meeting up, just imagining like we can feel really low energy. We can feel kind of confused during this time. And we just want to look during this time, especially April 9th is when they're going to exact square. Just mark your calendars for that day. You might feel a little Tired and just things might come up that are like paranoia, feeling jealousy, feeling things in relationships that feel like confusing and that are the projections of old wounds or old hurt. Sometimes that Neptune and Pisces can feel a little like self victimization. I'm like saying this slowly I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm here to give you all the talk, even the tough love and the hard truths. So that day, Also, because Mars is in Gemini, look out for feeling any of that, take it within, do you need a journal, call your therapist, just slow down and figure out where is that like wound coming from, meditate, reflect on that. And the other hand, I would say, watch out for gossip, watch out for texting, anything inappropriate that day, scandal, slander, deceit, all that good, fun, juicy stuff. Avoid it that day, okay? Because that's a day when you can get caught, you can get busted for that. And then, on the other hand, if someone's saying all these things about you, you put up that shield of protection. You put up that, just call upon, call upon your angels and say, uh-uh, not today, not on my watch, no siree. You keep that gossip out of my field, okay? So just being aware of, I like to just say it's a good day to mind your own business. Don't let your fears or imagination get the best of you. Don't take on anyone else's energy and just uh, mind, mind your business, okay? Mind your business. Let's lead into the big marquee item, the big billboard item the star of the show on April 11th, we have our new moon in Aries. So April 11th, 2021, mark your calendars. This is your official new year start. So what do we feel when we have the new moon in Aries? Okay. This is your rebirth. This is Renaissance moment. This is about activating within you Another level of your true identity, your fearless authenticity is coming out. There are new beginnings, fresh starts. There's an activation happening. You might feel really optimistic. I always think about the new moon in Aries is like those first few blades of grass, or even better yet, like those crocuses that burst forward from that cold, frozen earth. And they're like, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm pumping my fist in the air. You can't see me. But there's something about this Aries energy, the new moon in Aries, it's like winter is over, these fresh new buds are fighting their way up through the earth, bursting forward towards the sunlight and the fresh air, and it's like on, you've... Feel it. You feel it in the air here, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, is quite literally spring. And this is a time to tap into your inner warrior. There are opportunities that abound. There are things happening. And what do I mean when I say inner warrior? I don't mean like picking up a shield and a spear. Please, please don't do that, unless that's for some reason appropriate for what you do for a living. When I say tap into your inner warrior, I'm really talking about that side of us that takes action. I think... You know, within each of us, we have our inner lover and our inner warrior. Our inner lover wants to receive and be fed grapes and just be fanned and write love songs and poetry on post-its. And our inner warrior goes out and gets shit done. Our inner warrior is like, all right, time to go. Take that first step take that initiative, go after the thing that I want. And in real life terms, sometimes this just translates as your inner lover is the one who dreams the dream for you and figures out what you want your life to be. And your inner warrior is the one who makes the spreadsheet, who pays the bills, who buys that URL, who shows up for the uh, investor call, you know, like your inner warrior is the one who shows up. This whole new moon, I want you to think about, it's time to really show up for your life, okay? This is the energy of super new beginnings. We know that new moons are always new beginnings. And when they're in Aries, which is the beginning of the zodiac journey, it's double dose of fresh start energy. I keep saying that, but I'm going to keep saying that because that's what this is. And Aries is fire. Aries is explosive. And Aries is not a time to be small or to dim your light. Aries new moon wants you to take up space like a mother effing volcano, like be big with your fire and bubble it over and roar and crackle and cackle and let that rich liquid magma run down your sides and go for it. Okay. Feel that this is a great time to shoot your shot. Do people still say that? I don't know, but this is a great time to do the thing. Commit to your personal goals. Take that one step. You don't have to do it all. It's not like mapping out a million step point program, it's just doing one thing that brings you one step, one degree closer to the you that you're meant to be and to have the life that you so richly dream, desire, and deserve. So this is a time action is rewarded, meaning like just take the first step. It's going to pay off best ROI ever. It's going to be like a hundred time return on your one step. And just trust you are. You might not feel like you're ready, but just trust me. You are. There's always a reason to not do the thing. There's always a reason. But we're going to just burn up that reason in your volcano, and you're going to go for it. Do it with gusto and gumption. Do it before you're ready. Fake it till you make it, or better yet, faith it till you make it, which I saw on like a Pinterest meme. Faith it till you make it. Take charge grab life by those horns. We know Aries is represented by the rambunctious Ram. So it's a great time to go headfirst into something new. I will say this new moon is gonna have a little tense square, a little drama. Again, these squares, you see what they create? They create a little they're great. Squares create change, but square is like two energies kind of facing off. Who's gonna win? Like a arm wrestling. And arm wrestling is awesome. Um but just laughing about how many times like like why when you're little you just, like arm wrestle people that's so weird just thinking about that but it's like that tension and then there's like the explosion of when one person wins when these planets square off it's like oh they're both in this tense moment but it does create a new surge of energy it's a catalyst for something so venus and pluto are squaring the new moon which means that hello pluto transits are always intense Venus is all about love. So the real talk, the cosmic Rx, what to look out for this new moon, you may feel like close relationships tested. You might have old shadows aspects of yourself being revealed. This is a time you might be really aware of unhealthy patterns in relationships. And the last time we saw this similar transit was November 15th, 2020. How we understand how we're moving forward is we look back. That's what astrology is all about. It's understanding cycles and patterns. So look back to November 15th. 2020 what were you doing what was going on maybe that's your way to understand the key that unlocks the lesson that you're going through just be aware of that but that square can really push you forward anybody ever get like a boost when they're little like in the pool like their big brother or someone like their dad I don't know like boosted them up and like whoa you flying through the air that tension energy, it might feel uncomfortable, but if you look at it and lean into it, it's pushing you. It's giving you a big push, like a kid on a swing. You're getting a push into something so you can go farther now and get out of your own freaking way and go further. But you do have to look at it. That's part of the hack of being a human is you got to look at your shit sometimes. So we're going to look at that and then we're going to seize this energy of new moon in Aries. Take a leap of faith. Go on an adventure. Express yourself boldly. Bet on your damn self. You have everything you need within you and you are so supported right now. Yeah, I'm talking to you. This is it. Like, why not you? Why the fuck not you? Okay? Aries rules the I and the I, me, go ahead, move forward in your life. Stop waiting for someone to invite you to do it or make you do it. This is your life. Take charge. And why not you? We always think everyone around us is more qualified, is more ready, is uh, more worthy. That's bullshit. It's not. It's not true. So we're going for it. Aries, new moon is like we are seizing that thing. We are seizing that thing. We are taking it. Okay. I mean, with like, you know, obviously with... Like respect, and you know, I'm not talking about always consent before actually taking something from a person, Um, but I mean taking your dreams, grabbing that. So, if you've been feeling in a rut, this is a great time to bust out of it. Experience all of the vivid beauty that life has to offer you. So, this is it. We're igniting a fresh chapter. We're feeling it. We're moving away from the past. We're having courage. We're using these four planets that are going to be in the sign of the warrior. We're going to have the sun, our outside self, the moon, our inside self, Mercury, our thoughts, our communication, our mindset, and Venus, our values, love, pleasure, and how we make money all in freaking Aries. It's four matches ready to go. Let's light this up, okay? And I'm just going to warn you, everyone. Buckle up, buttercup, because things are going to start to move really fast. When that new moon in Aries hits, just stay grounded, stay positive. That's what I'm saying. Get really clear on where you want to go and what you want, because... I promise you, if you have something locked in your sights, things are going to happen fast from this point on, okay? Uh, April is going to have some bumpy astrology highs and lows, but there's a lot of speed in the air. You might have felt a slower start to 2021. That's cool, but that's over. We are going warp speed now, all right? So make sure you go to the potty, get your freaking treats and your snacks and your coloring books and buckle up because we are going on a cosmic road trip. I think that's it. I'm going to leave that there. And this is your energy report for the week ahead. And I hope that this finds you in a place and you get what you need to out of this and you can feel inspired and you can feel that fire under your butt burning. And I'm always here for you. Come find me on Instagram at Murphy. my personal gram, slide in my DMs, at TheCosmicRx. We love hearing from you. Go forward, slay this week, and stay cosmic. Bye, cuties. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.